From BLC Studios in Mankato, Minnesota, this is the Maverick Hockey Live Podcast, presented by Duncan, with your host, Shane Frederick. Welcome to the Maverick Hockey Live Podcast, presented by Duncan. My name is Shane Frederick, I'm the host, and tonight, as we're recording, this is quite a treat, as we have uh, David Backus, Ryan Carter, and Darren Blue uh, coming in to talk a little bit about the uh, Maverick alumni game that will be taking place on Hockey Day Minnesota the night before on January 21st. And uh, a lot of excitement for Hockey Day, but uh, this is pretty exciting to, to have you all here and, and to talk about that. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Great to see you, Freddie. Absolutely. Yeah, this- this will be fun. Um, I know it's always it's always tough to pin David down. Great to have him here, but Darren Blue to get uh, on his schedule these days is awfully tough. We had to get this after hours now. I think it's, a, it's a nine o'clock local time, so uh, it's tough getting on Bluey's schedule. But it's always great when we can. <laughs> it's Bluey true. Also, I th- Go ahead, David. Bluey was Bluey was the king of long road trip to who knows where in the middle of the country, and just <laughs> I don't know if he scrolled the contact list or what, but. You got you got your name drawn every now and then, and he had nothing but time. Well, you, you probably got the calls early because B came before C. You probably screened his phone call. I was next. <laughs> I just wonder, like, by the time he got to me, which happened once in a while, I wonder how many people didn't answer the phone before Freddie answered the phone for him. He tried a lot of miles. Blue would call you, and he'd still give you the ah, "I'm going through the mountains" treatment, ah, and it'd be cut now. Then the call would drop, no call back. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next guy. <laughs> Had enough of that guy. Have yeah. move on, move on. Hey, well, well a little I, bit of background for anyone all... who's. Oh, go ahead, Darren. You want to chime in? I, there? I just want to say I appreciate you three uh, getting me through a lot of those long drives. Uh, <laughs> the comedy. Uh, Happy to three. help. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Always good times. Uh, you know, just, I never knew where you were and, and, uh, but if I was keeping you awake or if I was just uh, giving you a little laugh or what, but. Tell them stories. Well, well, this is great. Uh, you know, just uh, a little bit of background real quick. Uh, you know, David Backus and Ryan Carter, both uh, longtime NHL players who's, uh, you know, back in the day in the college days played for Minnesota state and uh, had great careers. Um, they were teammates for two years, uh, 03 and 04, and 04 and 05. Uh, and, um, and uh, excuse me, I, I take that back, uh, 04, 05, 05, 06. David Backus came in in 03, 04. Um, two great years together, their last year um, playing, which was uh, David's junior season and uh, Ryan's sophomore season. Um, David, uh, tied for the team lead in points with 42, 13 goals, 29 assists tied for the team lead with Travis Morin third place on the team in scoring was Ryan Carter was the goal leader that year with 19 goals, um, 35 points, uh, a fun year. And as I look back on your stats guys, and before we get to kind of the outdoor game stuff, I have to, you know, your, your last series. Uh, in Mankato together was that Wisconsin series. It was the year Wisconsin won the national title. And 
Um, you guys swept the Badgers that weekend in a, in a phenomenal series, one of the most entertaining weekends of hockey. I, if, if my career covering the Mavericks, lots and lots of fun. Uh, David had two goals and an assist that weekend. Ryan had two goals, three assists that weekend. Uh, let me ask you guys, uh, if, if you remember, with a lot of hockey in between uh, over the last 16 years, what you remember about that. Let's start with you, David. Um, I guess I, I don't know that I can pinpoint those two games. I do remember beating Wisconsin overtime goal uh, because I was able to score it. Um, but um, I guess what I what I remember maybe is is I don't remember anything. Um, I think <laughs> a long time, man. Yeah, I guess my Badger memories are. Uh, and I don't know if that was that weekend or not when an overtime win, um, but the Cole center, when we were there and the lights went out and yes, I think it was, it might've been my first year where there was a big hit in the corner and right then the whole power grid went out and um, we finished that game the next night. I, I think we were down a couple anyway. So, um, and then scoring that overtime game, uh, winner. So I guess, I don't know if that was that weekend or not, but maybe Ryan remembers a little more intimately. Yeah. Ryan, hey, what do you, you remember? Are you nerding out right now, David? Are, were you an electrical engineer? <laughs> was that yes. why you remember the whole power grid went down? Like, never mind hockey. Oh, I, I wonder how my power grid went down. I wonder if I can rework that. I was like, searching for transformers around town. Yeah. Looking to reboot it for us. Yeah. Thanks. I'm trying to figure out how to get another mile an hour out of my slapper, and you're here figuring out power grids and transformers. Um, yeah, because you no, used to shoot pucks yeah. while sitting on a chair, somehow like trying to do, trying to get your forearms to look like a baseball player. I don't know what that was all about, but it, uh, you scored 19 goals. It obviously worked that year. Popeye, I I couldn't crack the can of spinach and get the forearms to go like that, so I had to work at it. Um, <laughs> no, but I do remember that weekend chain and I was, so I was an undrafted free agent and I think Anaheim was there. The, the assistant general manager was there that weekend, uh, had a big weekend points wise. And, and after the game, they, he's like, Hey, uh, I'd like to chat with you for a little bit. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, and I didn't know protocols really nervous. Didn't have an agent, nothing like that. Pro hockey really wasn't on my radar. So I took him to Herbert's and Gerbert's right downtown and there's like students everywhere and it's kind of chaos. And he's like, of all the places we go, you're going to take me to Herbert's and Gerbert's for like a $6 <laughs> sandwich. Right? I was like, what do you think? Cause you know, you can't, you can't, you can't accept uh, money from you them or whatever, right? Yeah. I was like, I'm still on a college budget here, but like, if I'm going to buy you, I'm not going to buy you a steak tonight. I'm, I'm going to get you a $6 stuff from Herbert's and Gerbert's and ask you to eat that bread on top. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I, I do recall that it, it was, it was a fun series. That's part of the reason I miss, uh, or, or I should say, I'm slightly saddened that the, the old WCHA still isn't around. You know, playing the the Big Ten schools, those games were fun to get up for. You go over to Wisconsin, and you know, you cross the border, and you're like, okay, we're in, you know, we're in different territory now. Let's uh, let's get together, let's play together. We're playing the Badgers, um, so uh, th those games were big and easy to get up for, um, and I, I really enjoyed playing them for sure. Darren, can you uh, jog either of their memory at all about that weekend? I don't know if I remember. Maybe not that weekend, but I thought there was always something uh, that helped, uh, you know, David play a little extra hard, maybe get a little extra 
uh, on those weekends against the Badgers. And uh, I think there was something uh, that happened along the way that, uh, and I, I think it kind of worked out in the end. I think he had a couple of Olympic teams uh, that he played for, but uh, <laughs> uh, he showed up. Every, uh, it might have had a little extra, uh, finished every check and maybe a little extra uh peek over at their bench once in a while so uh it was fun it was fun to see you get that goal against those guys yeah should, I we, think... let, should we let the the listeners in on the story or are we gonna <laughs> yeah go ahead if you want it's, not, it, it's your call david would you like to share well the uh the world junior tournament um selection team the head coach was mike eaves who was also the badgers head coach and it was 2000 three was our year to go and I was not taken on the team. He took Jake Dowell, which was his badger kind of uh, guy over me. And I was a little, a little bitter over it. And uh, they ended up winning the gold medal. So I had to, I had some humble pie to eat, but uh, certainly never forgot that. And every time we played the badgers, there was, there was extra juice in the tank to, to lay it all out there and to, you know, kind of prove him wrong. So that's, that's the story Darren was alluding to. And, um, <laughs> you know, Pat, actually his son, uh, I've gotten to know him and incredible family, obviously just the, uh, you know, sometimes being scorned is a great motivator, uh, in sports and in life. And that was, you know, those weekends I was able to really ramp it up and say, nothing's going to stop me. I got to make a difference and, and, you know, kind of say, might have been an easier gold medal if you would have picked me instead of, of Jake, but uh, I've, I'm obviously I've let it go. So it's it's pat, it's behind me. I think uh, if I remember correctly, I think when you uh, were selected All American uh, that year, I, I, if I remember correctly, Eric Means, uh, your assistant coach, uh, along with Darren, that year uh, told me uh, uh, the whole reason that you were an All American that that year was because of every game you played against Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the best part of me being an all American is I got in a fight in practice a week before the uh, all American or the team photos. So I had a black eye, a broken nose in that photo. And uh, I think somebody didn't want, like they thought it was gruesome or something and didn't want to use that picture for whatever they were going to display it as. And I was like, no, that's, that's like my badge of honor, even though it was my own teammate. And uh, I, I learned a quick lesson there, but uh, yeah, you, all, all great memories. Do you remember which teammate that was? Of course I do. My nose was on the side of my face. Jason Bushy like set it in the locker in the training room. And I was like, pop. And I was, I was like, did you hear that? And he's like, he tried to play it off cool, but it was terrible. Lucas Franzen got there you go. Range my nose. Yeah, that was <laughs> Uh, Ryan wants to add to the story because he he likes to say that Jutz was was crying or trying to yeah, tell everybody to stop. My favorite part is you had the broken nose, but Jutz was the one crying. It was my absolute. <laughs> it, it was the best part of it. <laughs> well, you know this is the, we could go we could go game by game for those two seasons and and probably uh, you know keep the you know I don't know if people would keep listening to the podcast or not, but. Uh, I, I got to get to uh, hockey day a little bit and, and the excitement around uh, Mankato coming up. And uh, obviously this is something that I remember writing about a few times and, and getting hockey day, um, Minnesota to come to Mankato to come to Southern Minnesota. Um, and just in general, before we get to talking a little bit about the alumni game, 
Um, uh, we'll start with you, Ryan. You know, you, you work for the Wild. You've been kind of part and, and have talked to people within the organizing committee. Uh, what can you say about, you know, Mankato getting this right now and, and kind of the excitement for, to bring that to the southern part of the state, which is not exactly the part of the state that people think about when they think about hockey in Minnesota very often? Well, I, I actually do think that some of that played into it, right? Like Southern Minnesota doesn't probably get the love or the accolades for for being as, I don't know, important in the state of hockey, right? Like you're thinking up north, the Iron Range kind of is, is where people think kind of it's rooted. But I do believe that the, the people of Mankato and the local organizing committee, um, they kind of use that as motivation, much like David did not making that world junior team to play well against Wisconsin. Uh, the event, I think, is is going to it's going to absolutely destroy any other event that that has been held on hockey day um and now some might say that's because they had a couple of years now this was obviously supposed to be last winter and there's been some more time but in some regards i think that's made it a little bit more challenging too you know to hold off the excitement and continue working in, in that regard so um but to, to be in southern minnesota for the first time and this is going to be the first time uh a college division one men's game is played on Saturday on, on hockey day. Um, so there's a lot of things that are special and unique and are going to be first uh, now. Um, it's also fun to see the community rally around it, right? Like I would have never guessed that they're going to allow Blakesley stadium, the field to have a hockey rink on it. Right. And um, I know that I'd pay money just to see that come to fruition alone, <laughs> let alone, you know, all the great stuff. And it's going to bring, uh, I think that, the, not just the hockey community and, and an awareness to the hockey community, but that's the great part about hockey days. It's the entire state. And um, it's going to put Mankato hockey on the map. And the Division One program has done that. And I think that's fantastic that they're going to play on the ice sheet outdoors for hockey day. I think that makes it that much more special um, and also goes to show how much hockey means to not only the university, but Mankato. So uh, it's, it's going to be a fantastic day. And, um, I, I, I mean, David and I, we've had, we've had a chance to play hockey beyond college, but I look at, at the program that they've built in Mankato and boy, if I, I feel like if I could rewind or if I've had FOMO about anything, it's playing on these teams right now for Mankato. Like they just, they all seem to be having so much fun. They root for each other. Um, how do you say it? Amit? Is that how you say the D-man's name? That just had a, a hat trick. Why well, Amit? Yeah. Story. Yeah, I just I just heard the story that he tries to come off the ice and the rest of the D say, no, you got two goals. You stay out there, buddy. You're not changing until you get the third, makes a great play, gets the third, right? And he goes to celebrate and you watch the video and his D partner jumps higher than he does, right? Like they're happy for him. And it's an unbelievable culture. And uh, I, I honestly played a lot of hockey and, and I have FOMO missing out playing in that building with teams like this. Um, I'm excited to see it on Saturday, January 22nd for sure. Well, I think it's certainly something that you guys helped build. If you think about when you guys played and, and the years that you played, I mean, it was very still early in the Division One era. David, you know, you 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 know, if you want to bounce a little bit off of what what Ryan was saying, I, mean, I think you guys kind of built something, you know. And there were some ups and downs there, you know, in the in in the years that you guys played, and then the years beyond that, and, and you know, and then until the last. Uh, 10 years or so where it's really risen to a division one power and to the point where I, I think that has helped um, make the Minnesota wild Valley sports take notice of Mankato of Southern Minnesota and, and bring an event like this down here. I know it's different than it was uh, 16, 17 years ago, David, but what are your thoughts about this? First of all, that was well put together, Ryan. I think you've 
you've really honed your craft in the uh, in the answer department. I I would like a couple lessons if you've got free time, but um, I think the there's a time and in, in that programs, um, you know, there were certainly the the years when it was just turned D one. There was some excitement, and everyone was just happy to have a program. And then I feel like we were the chapter where it was kind of a you know, not exactly how Vegas felt where it was kind of misfits or kind of leftovers from some of, you know, like less highly recruited guys, maybe a little bit older, but wanted to prove something and still had a lot on the table that they were trying to not only make a name for themselves and for their career and play college hockey, but guys that said, I've, you know, every team I'm playing against on this week, you know, this weekend, whether it's world junior, like the Wisconsin story we've talked about, but all the other teams that was like, I mean, I hate to admit it, but you grow up in the cities, you watch the Gophers and you're a Gopher fan. Sorry. But you know, when they don't even want to talk to you and Mankato's offering you a scholarship and you're like, you know what, you guys go pound sand. I'm going to Mankato and I can't wait to, you know, to make you, regret not wanting you know me on your team and i think there was there was kind of that chapter and then um you know whether or not it was a switch from the wcha and the big 10 because the competition was ridiculous in the wcha you look at those teams and like you're if you were playing michigan tech or anchorage you felt like you were the favorite other than that on the other you know eight or nine teams it was like severe underdogs you're playing North Dakota, um, you know, it was Duluth, Wisconsin, CC. I mean, all those teams were powerhouses and we were, you know, a budding type of uh, a program. And so I think when, and maybe it was the blessing in disguise of that kind of shifting a little bit where now there's a couple tournament bursts, recruiting starts to um be a little bit easier to say, Hey, we've made it to the national tournament recently. Want to do it again. Uh, the facilities and the investment that the uh, university has had in the, or, you know, of the team. And now you can say, Hey, we've got top-notch facilities. We've got great support in town. Um, we're the, we're the big dogs with the division one sport on campus. And now all of a sudden you're a perennial contender and things uh, and I don't know how it goes from a recruiting side, but I'm sure there's guys now reaching out to Mankato and saying, this is a school I want. And with things like summer school that's paid for and, and programs that I'm sure Bluey had a, a huge parts in of, they'll get guys to graduate in three years if their goal is to, you know, make it to the NHL and leave after three years. And I would have absolutely loved that. Um, you know, not that it wasn't a possibility, but I just, it wasn't mainstream or, or a thought. So I think as, as the, as MSU's program has been on that trajectory, um, everyone's kind of followed along with that with Mankato East, Mankato West, the youth programs, um, you know, the, I've, I've got some friends in town that are trying to develop and, and get a couple more uh, sheets of ice in town. So there's, cause the demands there. And so all of that starts to, you know, just, crescendo and, and build and now hockey day is only going to throw gasoline on that fire in in Mankato proper but also in the surrounding uh town so to me I think I've seen it I've been a part of it and now to kind of be part of uh of that gas can to be poured on it an alumni game hopefully uh you know 
there's not too much rust on the on the old wheels to get them out on that sheet and hopefully the the temperature's not too cold on my my thin blood these days but uh <laughs> looking forward to it and hopefully uh ryan will be kind to me uh unlike the way he was when we played against each other uh through our careers <laughs> david uh <laughs> would you have rather graduated in three years or had bluey hounding you for years as he did with both of you uh, to finally get your degrees. That's part did. of the, that's part of the encouragement <laughs> to get it done is that he's not calling every summer. Like, is this the year? Is this the year? No, I, I'm, you know, a part of me signing actually was, you know, my mom was kind of devastated because she didn't have a four-year degree and she's like, you know, you told me you were going to graduate. So I said, I will graduate. And so the lockout, uh, 2012, 2013 was my opportunity to go back and, and finish. And so I am grateful that that was still there and, and I was able to get my degree and it's from MSU. So, um, yeah, only, only good feelings that I tell, tell my wife, I was on the 10 year program and, uh, she was on the five year program. So <laughs> it took, took me twice as long, but we ended up in the same place. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Darren, good, good job getting these guys, uh, going, yeah. uh, making sure they got their, uh, their degree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two good guys but you know what the one thing i just was going to add to and again you talk about uh ryan's answer then david's answer and you don't want to be third after those two but you know the one thing i'd say is those two guys and you talk about the program and changing and and uh the old i wish i had a nickel for how many times i said you know david backus ryan carter you can you can come here you can be those guys at msu and not only did those guys help uh develop our program as players here when they're but they helped continually develop our program as the people they were the players they were after they left and you know there's been a lot of players that have come here that have wanted to be the next david backus and wanted to be the next ryan carter and so on so that's that's what's exciting and 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 it hasn't stopped you know and one of the exciting things was i think there's of our nhl players i think there were eight guys that have played in the NHL, I think there were eight that aren't currently involved in hockey and all eight of them, uh, you know, wanted to come back and play in the alumni game and be part of this and, and be part of the celebration of hockey here in Mankato and, and uh, help continue to grow uh, hockey in Mankato, not just for MSU, but for the, the city in general. And, and, you know, the other part I'd add is, you know, when you talk about doing things in, in Mankato hockey and, and things changing and the ability to play on hockey day this year. And I think that's one thing that, you know, I don't know how many people know, but the ability for the, for, I should say the division one men's hockey team to play on TV on hockey day uh, being the first time. And I think there was a lot of skepticism. I think there's still a lot of people say, how did hasty ever agree to do that? <laughs> and the one thing I'd say when that came up, Hasty just said, is this the best thing for, you know, hockey in Minnesota? Is it the best thing for hockey in Mankato? And if it is, we'll do it. And, you know, just like Ryan and David have always answered the, you know, the call and, and been there for, Maverick hockey, hopefully, you know, coach Hastings and kind of his answer and what it is, hopefully we can, you know, Maverick hockey can answer, answer the call for others to help keep growing as well. So appreciate what those two have done to grow it and uh, continue to help out to, to continue growing Mankato Maverick hockey 
and hockey in general in Southern Minnesota. Hey, Ryan, you played in a couple uh, stadium series games, right? So once with the Devils, once with the Wild, uh, played at Yankee Stadium, played at TCF Bank Stadium. Um, uh, David, did you get a chance to play an outdoor game in the NHL? I was suspended for a Winter Classic once. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we'll go to ryan then <laughs> yeah please <laughs> i got all the swag from it but uh didn't get to play well you stayed more than probably <laughs> what uh, what were those experiences like for you ryan and you know what, what advice would you have for uh for for msu or for the alumni who are playing on friday night well for for me it, it was a blast. I had a chance to play the one at Yankee Stadium first, and that that was fun. That was kind of a, I was in maybe an awe a little bit. Like it's exciting. I didn't understand. I'm playing a game at Yankee Stadium, Devils versus the Rangers. It was actually cold that day too. I think low low teens, maybe double digits, maybe dipped into uh, single digits with wind chill and stuff. So it was chilly. Afternoon game, and. The issues there were glare. You got a little bit cold, so you had to wear some gear underneath your equipment that maybe you didn't ordinarily wear. And hockey players are finicky. We're creatures of habit, and something looks, feels different. It, it, it easily throws us off. So having to wear some different stuff was was different. But um, having to adjust to different lighting was hard, too. Now I'm looking at this from the player's perspective. And the, the way the sun was set at different angles, the game was actually paused and delayed start. Uh, Lundquist in his net couldn't see the puck or the entire ice sheet so we sat in the locker room for they didn't know how long we thought it was going to be 15 minutes I think it ended up being almost 90 minutes two hours in our gear getting ready waiting to play because the sun wasn't at the right angle um, so you do have to battle some some elements and some things that you're really not accustomed to I think as you go around the the, the glass to NHL ranks you're so used to picking pucks up visually uh, off of the fans and everything's kind of closed and you're just used to that now you get some some deeper wider sight lines and you'll get a puck above the boards and it might take you a fraction of a second to catch where that puck is all of a sudden and you're like whoa, whoa, whoa that was a little different right and so there's some things that that will take some adjustment while playing but for me the excitement and the ability to bring everybody together um, uh, on your team it's an experience too that uh, that you all share I think the the stadium series and this, I, I think, rung true too for the Winter Classic. It's a family event and you have everybody in town. And those two points are really important in the standings. They truly are. And it sounds cliche to say that at times, but it's also about the experience and including people of the community and your families and getting everybody together and enjoying like a special moment, a special day, right? And um, I was I was lucky enough to have that scenario play out in New York so that when I came to Minnesota, less of that stuff was new. And I was able to understand how to how to funnel and channel the distractions, when to turn it on, when to be ready to play. I had a much better game in Minnesota than I did in the first one. Right. And um, I think that goes to show the experience. But at the same time, for the players, it's 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 enjoy it and like i said I'm, I'm jealous i've got some fomo of this group right like they've got a chance to go out and be the first division one team to play hockey day minnesota outside that's pretty cool and now you fast forward 10 years 
they're going to be telling stories at uh, Blue Bricks or something about that day, right? And we're going to be saying, I was freezing my butt off in this corner when you did this. And uh, it's going to be memorable. And um, it's, it's special. It was a lot of fun. One of the highlight photos of my playing days actually where it was that, that Twin City Stadium Series game at TCF Bank. I had my family there. I had two chubby little daughters with me, one in each arm. We snapped a picture uh, with some sweat and some eye black. And um, it, it really meant a lot to me to play in Minnesota outside uh, with my kids, share it with everybody. It was special. Um, but one one storyline I'm looking forward to, though, is you've got a couple of Florida kids on this team and, and some others that maybe aren't used to this outside ice stuff. So we'll see how quickly they can adjust. Yeah, what 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 is your what is your memory of playing outside? Whether it's as a kid, as a high school player, David, you know, did you have some of that experience as a kid? I mean, that's that's the that's the mythology of Minnesota, right? Of playing outside and 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 getting cold and and staying out uh, and playing in, un, under the lights in the park. Uh, did you have some of that experience as a kid? Yeah, before they could suspend me and not let me play outdoors, I was. I was, that was what we did. I brought my skates and my stick to school every day and left them by the desk. And my buddy lived just walking distance from school and there was an outdoor rink, right? And it was like, my parents came and picked me up at whatever, nine o'clock at night. And we spent hours there. I mean, without shin pads, I think of like how dumb we were of how little protective gear and like the fact that I didn't take a puck in the face or lose my teeth during that time is miraculous, but every day it was out there and, you know, go through the, once your toes are numb, go back in the warming house till they hurt and they thaw out and then go right back outside. And I think there's some, certainly some, some skill that you learn on terrible ice outdoors that the puck's not true and pure and just sliding the way it's supposed to be. And, um, you know, it was never really five on five in the games I was playing. It was like nobody wanted to sit out. So it was a ton of people out there, a ton of traffic, and you had to make your plays in, in tight areas. So I, I think that really, along with just you were out there wanting to do it and having fun doing it, and that really starts that, you know, burning passion inside of you. And, um, again, I never really thought I was going to make a career out of playing hockey, but uh, I guess you love something and – uh, pour everything you got into it and it, it fell into place for me. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. How about you, Ryan? Do you have that experience as a kid? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm super thankful for, I always tell everybody I'm a product of my environment more than I'm a product of anything else. Right. So nobody in my family had ever played hockey before. Everybody's super naive. My dad first bought me a right-handed stick. I played left-handed, right? Like we had no clue, but there was a rink in the backyard. And I saw the kids playing. I said, Ma, Dad, I want to go out there. And after I bugged them enough, they bought me a pair of skates. I went out and played. And that's all we did. We just played. And I'd play with the big boys, and they'd beat me up. And then I'd push back and see how much room I'd get, right? And you you just learn a lot out there just playing and having fun. And honestly, I, I, I loved playing sports. I loved competing. But there was something about the rink, something about the ice, the cold air. Again, like my – all my kids now on the outdoor ice, they wear a helmet. We didn't wear helmets. I wore this cool tassel hat with strings <laughs> on the side and you play till they got wet and freeze. And, you know, it's, uh, it's just kind of what we did, but it, it was fun. And, and those are the memories that um, I'll, I'll probably have forever. Wish I still had that hat. I'd still wear it on the outdoor ice. Right. But um, 
No, I'd say I honestly give all the credit in the world for me having any type of career playing college hockey, professional hockey, um, to my neighbors and the people that put that rink in the backyard. Because without it, um, none of these stories, uh, none of these stories come to fruition. Darren, you must have played uh, outdoors uh, back when pro- there probably only was outdoor ice back then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that, Freddie. Uh, we're, there were a couple rinks built by that time, uh, but no, you're, you know what you're excited. And what's what's cool now is that, and I, David talking about ten on ten. Not only was it ten on ten, it was ten on ten and a about a third of the sheet because nobody wanted to shovel the whole rink, right? <laughs> so it was uh, it, there wasn't a lot of room out there and. And what's what's great now is you talk about you, kind of those two stories. You talk about Ryan and and starting hockey. You know, my son started; he was going to be a basketball star. And uh, you know, Nate Brecky has a, a, a rink in his backyard right next door to me. And and Carter started skating in the winter, and now all of a sudden he, he can't get him off the rink. And you know, I come home today at you know after work, and there's five of them out in the rink outside skating, and uh, they get the red cheeks, and they're they're probably freezing, but nobody wants to be the first one to leave, right? No, nobody's the weak one that wants to leave. Yeah. Everybody's going to tough it out and stay out as long as you can. So uh, those those are the stories that, you know, I think Minnesota hockey is all about that, you know, so many of these kids, when you talk about, and Card talks about Florida, and, you know, there's kids coming from all different places and, and they get up here and, and they see the outdoor rink sometimes or they see, you know, what goes on in them and they can't believe, you know, how awesome that is. And, you know, they'd never had that experience. So it will be interesting to see if they can handle it carts. I don't, I don't know. You're, if you can handle it, I think they can handle it. So it'll be fun to see. Let me ask you guys, um, you know, Darren, you're, you're coaching, you're not playing as an alum, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Safety. uh, You're one of the coaches along with uh, Don Bros. Is that correct? That is correct. And, uh, Other what, bench. Uh, and which one of these guys? Don Bros. What's that? Against Don. Against Bros. Don Bros. Yeah. And yeah. which one of these guys is on your team? I have Mr. Backus. David Backus. So, um, can you uh, talk a little bit about anybody else who might be playing, and a little bit about what uh, what we should expect uh, that Friday night about eight thirty p.m. <laughs> well, I you know we sent out the roster, and I, I think. David went right down. To, we don't have a lot of skills, so we're going to dump it in. We're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to be physical. Uh, we talked about some four checks. Playbook's been out for for a few weeks now, so uh, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, it'll be a lot of. I know it'll be a lot of fun, and uh, you know, it's great. We've got people all the way back. Uh, you know, John McNamara. You know, and a. And McNamara and Stangle, I think they played maybe early 70s. They're coming out. So, you know, the committee's done an unbelievable job in kind of piecing together some, some guys to come out and play in this. And, and uh, you know, we talked about the, the eight, you know, former NHL guys that have played that are going to be here. And uh, But the other, you know, how would I say it, the other 30-some players, uh, you know, just some real – some real great people that have been great to the program and great, uh, great players. And just, uh, like I said, a, a, a wide range of a lot of different people will be a lot of fun that night. Ryan, uh, any game plan? Have you been sent any, uh, any tape yet to watch or any, uh, <laughs> anything like that? Or do you got a game plan for, to go against these guys? 
All I can tell you, Shane, is that I had to, for a living, I had to put the puck in the corner, go get it, and then give it to somebody else that was a better player than me. I'm, I am not going to be dumping the puck in the corner. I'm going to be crossing the blue line, going to the middle of the ice, not caring if it goes the other direction one bit. But, um, no, I, I, I'm just excited. Uh, again, what's so great about these events is that it brings people together. And I'm going to get to see some and, – and I haven't seen so my roommate, Steve Wagner, played with St. Louis, uh, down with David. I haven't seen him since college, uh, different paths, pro hockey. I get to see him again, right? And th- that's what I love so much about these events. And I talked about the, the stadium series games. They really bring people together. Um, and, and that's what I'm excited about. Uh, I haven't skated with Dave since probably the last game we've, we've played on an NHL sheet, which I can't recall when it was. But um, no, I mean, and, and that's what's cool about it. So super excited for that. But um, uh, as much as my skill set leads to dumping the puck, I'm going to be carrying that darn thing. <laughs> and David, what are you looking most forward to? Um, I'm taking an opposite approach. I'm going to stick with what I know, and that's dumping the puck, go to the front of the net. <laughs> and uh, I've kind of sent that message to my team that looking at it, they've definitely got the prettier, more skillful roster. <laughs> and, I mean, their their captain was Ryan, and our captain was Tim Jackman. So between – Tim and I, we're going to uh, play to our identity and um, it won't be pretty, but it'll be effective. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited to be back in Mankato in, um, you know, late January and let's, you know, have it be cold out there, see some of the, some of the old faces. And, uh, you know, I tried to try to gear up my training a little bit, but my body just said no. So, um, <laughs> If anyone's expecting anything more than, uh, I don't know. I, I just <laughs> hope I don't toe pick and knock my teeth out. And I've, I have been buying warm weather gear, though, so I don't get frozen out. And if I've got bib overalls that are insulated over my gear, then hopefully nobody <laughs> shames me too bad. Well, David, you're in Southern California. Ryan's here in Minnesota where it's been brutally cold for the last two weeks. I think he's in a little bit uh, better uh, game shape in terms of uh, preparation uh, for the cold than you might be. He certainly is. I did I did uh, do a 45-minute rollerblade on the boardwalk with my wife today. So we're, we're trying to recruit a few of those skating muscles to, to amp them up so that they're not – Either they're effective in the game or not, but so I can move on Saturday and at least walk around and watch the game without being, you know, on ibuprofen laying in bed and not being able to make it back there for the for the real game. Well, I see, David, I see that you're growing the beard out so that your face doesn't get cold. Are you going to be wearing a beanie under your helmet? Because I think your chin probably has more hair than your head right now. Oh, ouch. I've been I've been using a few products. Oh, wow, that looks good. They've said they grow back, so I don't, if I keep it all in the right spot, it might be able to might be able to pass for less than forty for a few more days. That looks that looks really good. Thank you, I appreciate that. And Ryan, would you like to take your hat off? <laughs> He's got the best hair. I Other know it's unbelievable. Salty color that's all in there, and we're all jealous of that hair, spreading. right? Yeah, uh, I don't know about that. But so it's the girls are teenagers that'll all start falling out <laughs> or, or turn white. It's already started that. Now I'm getting, I, I have nothing here, but it's all getting white here. So on the chin. Hey, hey guys, I, I tell you what, um, you know, it's funny it, it, when I, when I was finishing up at the free press and, and covering MSU hockey, you know, a lot of people would say to me, 
um, because of the success of the program the last 10 years. Oh, you know, it must be so much fun to cover MSU hockey right now. And, and I would always say, you know, it's always been fun to cover MSU hockey going back to when I started in 2000. And, and it's because of uh, great people who have been around it. Darren Blue. Uh, and, and of course, you you two guys, you know, are, are, are right up there at the top of the list as well. Um, just a great experience uh, uh, covering your teams, covering your games. You guys are class acts um, as, as college players, um, you know, young, young, um, naive college players who probably, you know, uh, you know, I hope I don't know. I'm sure you probably had some tougher questions from the press than me. Uh, in your, in your pro careers. But, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I thank you for, you know, that, that time that we got to spend together back then. And, uh, it, it was truly a, a lot of fun, um, covering you guys. And, uh, and I really thank you for being part of this, uh, uh, this podcast today as well. Well, yeah, thanks, thanks for, for, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, thanks for having us. Um, and we, Learn to appreciate the softballs. Uh, maybe at the time I thought they were hard hitters, but <laughs> in hindsight, no. Um, and I know I've probably beat this to death by now, but uh, I mean, uh, I, honestly, Bluey, um, super happy that you, that you moved on to uh, another opportunity, and that's great. Shane, same with you. Uh, but at, at, at some or to some degree, when I heard that news, it's like a piece of of me and my connection to the school like severed and it, it, it maybe uh, at times I felt like it, it distanced me a little bit from the program. Um, but that's why it, it's great again to be coming back down and we'll get to see Shane and Bluey and, and, and meet some new people and, and hopefully create some new relationships that probably last as long. Um, I doubt they'll be as strong with, uh, or I shouldn't say that, but um, no, I, again, I, I, I'm probably sound sappy here, but I appreciate you guys. I really do. Um, it was a fun time in my life. Yeah, I think you don't uh, you don't get promoted, and and I think there's always no offense. the The unbiased media, I think, is a I don't know if that's ever the case. So I I know that there's always two ways to write every story, and I feel like we're given a lot of the benefit of the doubt. I know I was throughout my career of um, you know sl slanting it in a favorable way. So. Thanks for, I guess, covering that and making us either sound better or uh, appear better than probably we ever were. And then I would echo what what Ryan said that, you know, Bluey's been probably the glue for, for Maverick Hockey for 25 years. And um, I know even in his current role, which is not officially Maverick Hockey, he's still, you know, connecting all sorts of channels for the program with the program. And he tries to, tries to name this committee, but it's, it's really Darren pulling strings and making things happen and, um, you know, diving back into the archives. And he's the one that's connected to, you know, probably the longest, you know, from playing days until coaching days and still today in, in the private sector of, you know, promoting the program. And yeah, it, probably wouldn't, uh, you know, all the things that happen, you know, Darren's got his fingerprints on. So well done. Well, I appreciate that guys. Uh, I, I know uh, we'll get the off the camera and you guys can tell me the truth. Uh, what I was going to say is I'm just glad Shane never picked up on uh, the four check that uh, oh. David shared on the radio, you know, and David, you know, Shane never talked about that back in the day. 
Uh, <laughs> I got a lot of calls about the uh, four check we ran against Minnesota, maybe or something uh, uh, one time. But uh, no, Shane, Shane, you always done a great job. <laughs> you two guys, David and Ryan, class acts. And uh, all I can say, I'm I'm so excited for everybody to be back. I mean, we we do like a and I I don't say this lightly. We have an unbelievable alumni group, and uh, you know, if, uh, I don't know how many different ways I could say. Like when we talk about support back, I mean, we went to both of you guys and asked at one point in time, can you support what we have here? And uh, not even blinking an eye. Yeah, we can. And uh, and I appreciate you guys for that, that you've always been there for this program in so many different ways. So, and again, this will be another great one. A lot of great alumni coming back. Excited for all those names to be released. Uh, we'll start talking a little bit more strategy when all those names start coming out but uh it's going to be a great time and uh look forward to seeing you guys back here in Mankato. so the uh, maverick alumni game played on outdoors at blakesley stadium will take place uh 8 30 p.m after the east west boys hockey game um on hockey day minnesota week and that'll be friday january 21st i'm looking forward to it i know these guys are looking forward to it thanks david thanks ryan thanks bluey Um, This has been the Maverick Hockey Live podcast presented by Duncan. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Thanks, Freddie. Freddie.